In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Queen of heaven, rejoice. Alleluia. For he whom you did merit to bear. Alleluia. Is risen as he said. Alleluia. Pray for us to God. Alleluia. Rejoice and be glad, O Virgin Mary. Alleluia. For the Lord has truly risen. Alleluia. In this episode of the Memento Tradiciones podcast, I am going to be sharing some of my personal thoughts on today's feast, which is the feast of St. Joseph the Workman. This feast was instituted in 1955, so a more recent feast, and if I had to guess, probably one of the last ones that was put into the Latin Mass uh, set of feasts. This was instituted by Pope Pius XII in response to the May Day holiday which was a communist legal holiday in honor of the radical workers. Now, when we talk about radical workers, we're talking about socialist and communist workers. In fact, today, Sunday, May 1st, if you look it up, and I don't know how many countries actually follow this, but it's considered an International Workers' Day. So this holiday still exists, even though maybe it's not a official holiday on your country's calendar. However, it's still something that's recognized and promoted by socialist governments and even just modern governments that have taken on this holiday. But Pope Pius XII instituted this holiday in response to the socialist holiday. And that was to show that the church cares about workers. In fact, St. Joseph was a workman. He had a job, and he provided for his family. And the church proposes him as the head of the Holy Family, as a model workman and someone to look up to, in contrast to many other modern workers today, whether they be socialists, communists, progressives, or even you know, libertarians. I think that, and this is where I'm going to give some of my own thoughts, is that we tend to look at work today as something that is going to fulfill us in life. Now, the church certainly recognizes that there is dignity to work. People are called to do all sorts of different types of work, and families should receive a wage, a fair wage, that allows them to provide for their family. Now, what exactly that means is another question, but at the very least, they are able to provide for their family in the sense that they have clothes, shelter, food, and and so on and so forth, that they are able to live a decent life, a reasonable and and dignified life. Not that they are able to buy a speedboat or maybe go to the most expensive college or whatever whatever you want to imagine. And I think this kind of brings up a problem that we see in our society today, but Perhaps maybe not a lot of people recognize this. And that's our idea of work is we've promoted work so much that we think that it's the end in the mean in the biggest and most important thing of our life. And I'm talking specifically about, you know, you send kids off to school, even in elementary school, middle school, especially in high school and in college. What, what, what do you ask these kids when they're growing up? What is the purpose of this schooling? Schooling used to be to 
obviously, yes, to set someone up to live a dignified and uh, fruitful life. But more importantly, it was to help them to grow in virtue. Whereas today, almost the entire means and, and importance that people see in school is this is going to help me find a job someday. This is going to help me start off, kickstart my career. And that's ultimately, you know, why I'm here. What do you want to be when you grow up? You know, that's what you often hear people ask. What do you want to be when you grow up? That's certainly something that's good to think about. But I think we promote it so much that people end up thinking that their job is going to be, you know, an ultimate satisfaction in their life, that what's most important or one of the most important things in their life is that they have a job that they love, that it's fulfilling to them, and that, you know, it's going to make them feel satisfied. Of course, people want to have a job that they enjoy, but is that really the ultimate goal, is to find a job, to live for your job? And a lot of people do this. They they jump from job to job. They look for something. They say, oh, I'm not happy enough in this job. This job isn't fulfilling me. And I think we almost make our job out to be a god. We look, or maybe not even a job, maybe it's just some volunteer activity. You look at it as this is going to fulfill me in life. And I think that's why the church recommends that we consider St. Joseph here. St. Joseph, um, as we know, he was a carpenter. And God chose him to be the head of the Holy Family. Now, number one, that is a difficult thing for us to understand today because we've kind of lost this idea of what it means to have a father as the head of the family. But St. Joseph's responsibility was to provide and protect, to provide for his family, for the Virgin Mary and Jesus, Son of God, and also to protect them, to make sure that you know they were raising Jesus, that they had what they needed. And St. Joseph made many sacrifices for his family. He also worked very hard. You know, being a carpenter, I, I can imagine, is not easy work, especially... You know, <laughs> Back in those days when you didn't have uh, special tools that uh, were power tools that could help you out, you had to do it all by hand, and there's a lot, probably a lot more manual labor involved in that. But what's my point here? I'm not exactly sure I have a point. This is just kind of my reflection on this topic. But I think that we need to look to St. Joseph. And a lot of times when we think about what is a good man today, what is a man that, you know, has is a a worker, you know, someone who's has a fulfilling job, a career. We think of maybe someone who's, you know, powerful, has a lot of influence, has uh, you know, a lot of people look up to that person and follow that person and and they, you know, they're following him on social media or whatever it is because that's what people do today. They're always looking to shout and 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 get their message out to people and influence people and use their power to, you know, fulfill themselves or whatever it is. But is that what St. Joseph did? I don't think so. And I don't think that's what this church is suggesting to us. You know, St. Joseph had work, but what was his primary goal? His primary goal was to serve his family, to serve our Blessed Lady, his spouse, to serve the Son of God, his Son, to protect and provide for Jesus and Mary. You know, he he had a job. He, I'm sure he was building a home for them. And Herod comes out and he 
he you know tries to kill Jesus and Joseph sees in a dream that he he needs to go and uh abandon everything that he's put together abandon his work and care for his family to give up everything to go to Egypt for some time so St Joseph was willing to make sacrifices for his family his his work was not about his career about uh, satisfying himself. It was not about finding some sort of satisfaction in the job, although I'm sure there were times when there was that. But as we know, work is work is work, and you know, we, you have to sweat and work hard, and it's not always fun, and it's not always satisfying. Sometimes it's frustrating. But I think ultimately, if we look at what it means to be a man, to be a worker, to be ahead of the family, you know, whether whether or not you have a wife and children, you're given a job to serve others. And that is the meaning of your work, to provide for yourself, to provide for those that, that God has put into your life, You know, whether they be a wife and children or, or friends or whoever it is. That is the ultimate dignity in work in that you can use the fruit of your labor to serve others. We look at St. Joseph, he was... He, he doesn't even have any words recorded in Scripture. We don't, you know, the only thing we know about him is what Our Lady told the apostles and the evangelists, and they wrote it down in the Gospels. You know, St. Joseph was not someone that was looking to shout his message out, you know, for the world to hear, you know, to hear his voice like people do on social media today or whatever. He didn't leave us some treatise or some book or something or some writing for us uh, what he left us was his family and his son and he gave everything for them he, he gave everything to lead his family to serve his family and to sacrifice for them so that you know they could fulfill their mission and i think that's what it means to be a worker i think that's what it means to be a man to be the head of a family or to use your work to serve others because that's ultimately what we're going to find is fulfilling, not achieving some accomplishment or reaching some achievement in your career, but using whatever job you have, whatever work you have, whatever work you've been given. Maybe it's you know less um, prestigious, prestigious than what you would personally like, but it's what God is calling you to do, and. That's, that's what uh, it means to, to work, to serve, to serve, to work so that you can serve others, to work so you can provide for others. And I think that's ultimately what the church, at least part of what the church is suggesting here in giving St. Joseph the workman as our model for the dignity of work. It's not so we can go out there and ask and, and demand a higher wage, although maybe that might be necessary if, if that's really what we need for our family if we're not getting paid fairly. But ultimately, it's about serving God and using the work that we've been given, the work that we've found to best serve God, to best serve others, to not promote ourselves, to not try to impress other people with the work that we do, but to use it for the glory of God and for the benefit of his faithful servants. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.